everybody. It's LOI Central with Dan and Johnny. How great it is to be back in Oliver Marketing Studio with Johnny Ward and Dan McDonald. And uh, yeah, it seems like we have a title race. Uh, we'll talk about that here on LOI Central. Not maybe the teams that we were expecting to be involved, but uh, lots to get through today. Our main guest on the show is Trevor Crawley. Um, so we're glad to have a Bose rep, a proper Bose guest, um, quite late into the season, but I think it's good timing. What with Shamrock Rovers playing them on Friday, Bose having signed players in the break and having beaten Shelburne also at the weekend. We are in association with Future Ticketing, who will be, of course, buoyed by another big sellout in Tala four days in advance uh, of the game. Um, we're also in association with Collar and Cuff, located nearest here in Glasnevin, where you'll get a free shirt and tie from Decky and the lads if you buy a suit. And the Porterhouse Brew will be giving away four lovely craft beers this week again, um, ahead of uh, what we hope will soon be um, a very cool live show with the lads, so we'll talk to you about that in the coming weeks, and um, that's our lot, we've a lot to get through today we also will hear from John Caulfield, I spoke to John Caulfield after the Bray Wanderers game Friday about a few matters uh, from Stephen Kenny to Alex Murphy who Dan is one of a number of uh, defenders either present League of Ireland or ex-League of Ireland linked with big moves at the moment a lot going on in the transfer market yeah there is um, well who are you referring to there Luke Claire. McNally is definitely one Luke of Luke McNally is on your mind of interest Luke McNally is on my mind because with all the money that Rovers are getting for Bazunu could be that same Pats could be coming in for a little bit of money as well for their starlet defender they did a good deal on him I think mm. they, they they bargained um, from what I gather they bargained reasonably well even at the for the initial fee that they got might have been even slightly larger than what people thought at the time um, yeah Sam Curtis linked with Feyenoord as well it's always going to happen with a 16 year old playing in the league I mean, we've had a couple I mean I said to you a couple of weeks back like Amaku is definitely going to be sold like this this these this is what will happen like a lot of the, the kids who play at 16 17 18 no matter what impact they have um generally they're the ones who are two to four um that haven't gone away because of brexit so pretty much all of them will leave what are you hearing you know? about sam curtis um well I, I, i'll be honest I've, i'm uh, i'm on a bit of a downtime since the end of the international break so i haven't been making inquiries about mm. it um so i'm actually just going on what's been reported elsewhere um, but it's I a mean, serious prospect but like uh, to be honest you went to pass play first team football it doesn't surprise me at, at all that there's been interest there um, AC Milan and Carl Heffernan as well confirmed yeah we'll see about that one mm. um, we'll see about that one like um, I, I I don't know like I think I think there comes a point as well where um, there's a there's a seduction in the glamour of the the European club when in reality like a lot of these clubs uh, they probably they wouldn't be as good as Brighton in terms of their academy you know what I mean like the Brighton Academy is one of the top ones in the Premier League absolutely mm. loads of money thrown at it you know, Dan Ashworth has come out of there John Morling has actually come back to the FAI as a senior consultant in a big role working under Mark Cannon and we'll talk about that in, in the future weeks because that's extremely important so I think like there's almost a sense of like in reality the Premier League is such a monster at the moment that Feyenoord <laughs> or AC Milan like it sounds it's, it's, it's alluring and everyone gets on board with it but we probably have to start talking about it in the same terms as um, the players who, who used to go to sort of Stoke and Brighton and mm. wherever they went. Like, you know, it's been cyclical at various times. So uh, there's a big hype around every one of them. Um, the Harfernan deal looks pretty modest from Cork's perspective. 
um, and he didn't really play first team here by one so I, I wouldn't really want to comment on him too much because um, I haven't heard much sort of real sustained chat about how good he can be I'll just be honest I haven't mm. um, whereas some of the others it's more visible I think um, you know and, and obviously we, we saw James Banquet for example play in the FBI Cup final in front of about 37,000 people at 17 you think yeah he's the really some of the others are going to be players are going to get moves to big European clubs and it might be more speculative and obviously just a couple of agents that are now probably specialising in trying to get players over to that neck of the woods and in, not, in, I'm not so to, to Europe yeah and I wouldn't be so sure that, that um, I wouldn't be so sure that uh, everyone involved with League of Ireland clubs would, would relish some of the characters that are around some of these deals but in, in we'll Ireland probably, yeah we'll probably come back to this again I'm speaking in riddles there but there, there is a point in what I'm saying that will probably become clearer um, over time um, like we, t- we talk about uh, like Brexit represent a great opportunity but of course like you know football agents and people around it are very resourceful and they will find a workaround so we talk about the bazuna deal and think oh this is brilliant like this is going to be this is going to be the forerunner for, for our clubs to get you know great money out of deals in the future it's not really the case um everywhere some clubs are doing it i think pat seems to have done good deals well, i will say though but that elsewhere um, like, I, I think all united um no i think, I, I think, I think they changed their attitude a bit um in terms of alex murphy's worth because of bazunu and other issues where they they, they kind of go united wouldn't have any real history of such a deal and i think they boldened their stance a bit because well, that, that's good that's that's good they've done it but i'm just saying that <clears> like that won't be the case you know you're dealing with saudi newcastle money as well too which mm. which helps let's be honest totally, yeah. um like the, the the point is that um there are obviously young players signing into the deals at the moment which you know everyone's looking for cheap release clauses and you know as i said like some of the we'll deals talk to trevor about are, that as well because it's a very some of the deals are, pr- are pretty bad you know mm. um but yeah no no it is good to be back in person i feel like we need to bring some energy back to the pod we've sort of been the last couple of weeks you know we've been sort of uh, like, uh, remotely and away and i've been in an international zone and wrapped up in that and in fairness like you know you you sourced pretty much our guests but we were sort of just like you, you know, you we 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 be on this show, Johnny. Like you know, we we'd criticise people who who you know they 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 haven't kept up their form. I feel like we were we were a small bit below par. We have to just you know take it on the chin and yeah. get up and and get going again. Be on, be honest with people. You can't always my know. climate change uh, stuff. Like I flew You're to London. Yes, flew to London yesterday, and I was making the point. This is a podcast. Like, why do I need to go to London? Then when you go over there, I met the presenter, I met the guests, and was with them for two hours. It was a totally different experience. I saw so your like, social media dance, but hopefully the last flight I get for a while. I was like, what's yeah, that? Yeah, but like, well, I mean, we have to we have to make drastic changes. Like, we're, I mean, would you like to have been in France and Spain where they're having ridiculous heat waves in early June? No, but I'm just saying. I was like, in London yesterday in 25 degrees. You, I found that hard. Are you like, planning to take it on the European Games this summer? Or are you decided yeah. I'm going to ground myself? Uh, if I go to Scotland, I'll go by the boat. I'd like the Scottish trip if if Sligo get there. That'd be. I've never been to Scotland. You go by the boat, and then will you get a car from the the ferry? You can or? sail and rail. You can sail and yeah, rail. Yeah, oh, okay. and it'd be it's like a sustainable a trip. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I'll probably just be a hypocrite and get a flight again soon enough. It's hard not to. In fairness, like I was trying to get the boat yesterday, but it's totally impractical. The standard of life you're accustomed to now, Johnny. You, what going to London for like podcast? But it's definitely. Mm definitely a trip to france or italy in your future in your very near future good mate of mine is getting married in bologna um how are you gonna get there that one will be tricky that's in october sailing rail another mate of mine big Bose fan 
yeah. he's getting married. Shane Connors is getting married in Spain. Stop doing meet and greets. Just stop naming. Um, yeah. Well, because he's a fan of the podcast and all that. Right. I was thinking of getting the. Um, you can get the boat to Spain and then drive across. So the missus is kind of. Well, maybe yeah. It's not a bad electric idea. car. Well, no, but it's still much lower carbon footprint than getting a plane. Like it's well, still a footprint. I'm, I'm trying. I'm literally trying here. Yeah. I mean, but you just, are you not worried about the future of literally your kid and the kids of the world? No, no, no. I am concerned about it, mm. but like obviously, League of Ireland sustainability thing recently as well. At least it's making an effort. Yeah, no, no. But it's, as I said, we're already well down the road by not having electricity working on a lot of the grounds. So mm. you could say League of Ireland have been ahead of the curve for years. Mm. And decided, you know, just decided like, you know, we, we are actually just eschew all modern technology and try and live off the same sort of primal technology that existed. When most of these grounds were constructed, like, very, very that's actually that. it's a very interesting spin yeah. on that. Maybe yeah. maybe I should work in FLA Communications. Look, like, like we've actually been ahead of the curve on sustainability by not having stuff turn on, even though the league has been sponsored by an electricity, uh, you know, energy company for what a, a long period What's of time. What's the facilities uh, like at Oriel actually for that, like for internet and? Um, you know. well, I, mean, see, I keep going with internet. That's very selfish, but it, so sometimes it's reflective. See, why I get annoyed about that? It's reflective of standards. If you um if you leave something go for a long period of time and you turn a blind eye to it and say that'll get it fixed next year, that mm. sort of becomes your culture, you know. Mm. Um, I mean, we we will go to the mailbag because I mean we have to talk about what happened in the last week, um and I and I you know obviously a couple of comments about the docks ground shouldn't be getting the license and stuff. I mean, like everyone knows, the facilities in Oriel are pretty grim. I think I know your interview with Stephen O'Donnell last week, um. It was, it was, you know, it was, it was, it was quite flat in parts. But I thought it was, you know, it was a very like he, he media trained you to there. He, he's skillful media operator in so terms of game manager. Yeah, it's like he managed to see, like it had the energy of like two lads, you know. In the, ironically, that you've met each other in the queue to get onto an airport and you're having a chat, catching mm. up about how things are getting on. And he managed to completely diffuse any potential mm. like discussion points in a very skillful way. Um, by saying very he's little. a disgrace but, like, he's become a real media <laughs> performer there's no crack out of him at all but, um, but, uh, but you can still listen to it um, but the training facilities is a point like that the, 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 the docs still they're using that as a, as a selling point that they would bring players to the ground and say well here's our gym and here's mm. our um, you know our, they have a conference room and the big dressing rooms yeah. and stuff but on match night you can go over and like this one over here I mean now like, the Oreo facilities aren't good at all I mean like honestly it's like as I said it's sometimes you get into the nitty gritty of League of Ireland facilities my ground better than yours and it's like a couple of drunks arguing who was drunker mm, last yeah. night I mean the fact is no one everyone just looks at the fact that you were you're still drunk uh, yeah. I, I I'm into I, I'm in the Wi-Fi there because I got into it once years ago um, and it seems to like automatically you know click me back in but I've got a new laptop now so that's it that's the end of it's the end of Wi-Fi at Dundalk well, we go to the mailbag Dan we should go to the mailbag because that covers a lot of the major themes of the last week hey what's the time it's mailbag time a big bag of electronic letters yeah this Dundalk uh, Shamrock what looked a fairly limp defeat in Oriel is obviously part of the mailbag. What a weekend! What yeah, a I mean, Joseph Lennon, because um, we put out a couple of comments out there. Joseph Lennon says the dog definitely in a title race, whether they want to admit it or not. I mean, I suppose they that's, have to that's be exactly that's like exactly they're five it. points, they're five points behind with a game in hand, yes. which is against Drada. Three easy ish games coming up, and um, like relatively easy. Yeah, I think Shells is tough this week, but I take your point. Um, 
like they don't have the European distraction so they're sort of caught up in that they're not caught up in that um, and I think I mean in the course of your chat last week Stephen Donald did point out about how they like you know a week's build up to games and they're generally going to get that we'll, we'll point out we are recording today before the cup draw so it'll, probably, it'll happen by the time you listen to this but even the cup doesn't have replays in those early rounds so the only real fixture log jam that they, they could be handed is if just rearrange games involving other teams that in Europe that leads to some situation where they want to rearrange matches, you know, or like freakish weather or something. What's the you crack know? with Connolly, who's been massive? Yeah, so, the, so, so Mark Connolly and McCarry are two, and, and look, I'm not sort of um, absolving myself, but it, like I've been caught up completely in the international zone, so I haven't really been making inquiries about this. I know there was, I think it was Paddy Daly said there's any transfer news. I haven't really been sort of working that working the phones i suppose around that stuff so there's no point spoofing to say otherwise i haven't heard much chat i i, I mean, i've the met the point of their team is that like they've conceded so few goals from play and Connolly's clearly been very well, very good i've made the point all along that like you know they, they i know for a fact that the owners will will back o'donnell in the summer and learn to strengthen that was always the plan close even, to the owners even, at the, even, at the, <laughs> even at the start of the season they said you know that they, they were giving x amount but if things were going okay in july that the money would be there for more i think that's been communicated from the start two defeats in 19 yeah and i mean it's it's they're not going to get a huge amount of sort of uh adulation from fans of other clubs because they haven't necessarily had too many games where they've been massively impressive i think the two games against pats for example they didn't play particularly well in either of them um they won the last one but they were good on friday i thought Mm. they were well i wasn't at i wasn't at the game i was watching on a on a stream on the stream of course there Adrian Taff only one stream and Adrian John Taff Flanagan. and John Flanagan yeah I, I, um, I like their co- Adrian seems to spend most of the night taking photos of the sunset or yeah do these any house gigs lately with Adrian uh, no, 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 no no but but the the uh, I, I thought they were decent like and they have a very they have an exceptionally good record at home against Shamrock Rovers right mm. that that sort of it's endured across various managers you know to I think even Filippo to Magilton had a win against them I think mm. and, and Vinny in a second stint I'm not sure but well, Filippo obviously in the cup final like they have a good recent record against uh, Rovers but particularly the home games um, but I just thought they, they played well like they and I think this is one of the points that you know like Ronald just talks about them creating a new team and okay I get that with Shepard and Connolly, McCarry, and there's various new personalities. Hooban and Benson, but you still have like Benson's like he's been at the club before. Mm. He was at the club in the most Huben successful was period ever. And Hooban's the there, and you've Andy Got Boyle, goal and Derry. yeah, like you've Andy Boyle there, mm. you know, and Slogger was good on Friday, mm. and so like it's not it's not as if it's people talk about the dog 2013, but the dog 2013 was a bunch of players thrown together. Most of them had never played and together Higgins, before. Like the seventy winners in the team, or whatever. Yeah, like they, 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 they have a lot of a core. Of they their, do, yeah. and so they know how to win. And and I know O'Donnell was speaking after that the club expects to win, and there's probably an environment around the place. They also so, have Stephen O'Donnell, though. Do you know what I mean? He was part of that. He's there now again, and he's like that. Well, is, he's, it's another. He's he's central to what they're doing. Even good. though he was in the he, dressing room, he's pretty good at managing. It turns out. I mean, like it's. Again, as I've pointed out before, when he left Pats, there was an attempt to, oh, well, I mean, was he really that good? You Signing know? duds and uh, all that. Like, it's just unbelievable stuff. Um, and, and people are seeing it now. Um, and uh, like, I, I, like, I, I feel like we started talking loads about Derry. They, like, it's a lot of like Derry came out of the shadows and then their form slumped. And I feel with Dundalk, it's like now they have been playing under no pressure, really, other than the pressure that's demanded of them every mm. week. But you know what I mean? 
and now they're in clear sight and they go to shells on Friday with real expectation all of a sudden it's mm. like people are looking at their result and looking at the Rovers result and they are in that discussion race. now yeah, 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 and, absolutely. and that's, and that's the thing a few other questions along the lines I mean cycling Bob uh, Rob Cavan a Rovers fan um, yeah Bradley isn't as good of a manager as people think the Dawkins court collapsed and allowed Rovers to step in so this is how things happen there was another question about why Stephen Bradley wasn't there last week mm. um, yeah I've, I've gathered it was a family matter so I don't know the reasons beyond it but it wasn't necessarily picked up on and a lot of the discourse around the match but he, he wasn't there actually neither manager was on the sideline last week because O'Donnell had a, a touchline ban and um, um, so well, you, you would definitely miss the, I mean, there's no doubt like he, he wasn't in the ground I'm sure he mm. was communicating but Ron, Ronan Finn got sent off but there was an issue as well about something yes. thrown at him yeah there was quite a few comments about this as well uh, sort of along the lines of this was a Rovers fan you'd be talking about uh, ad nauseum and I mean I take that point I mean like um there was stuff thrown at Ronan Finn um, won in the first half very clearly you could see it on the stream and I think I'm not sure when they, maybe it might have been after he was sent off but certainly there was there was, there was was one very clearly caught in the stream you couldn't miss it it was actually like commented on the commentary again this this shouldn't happen I, I would imagine like it was so visible they'll get fined what I would like like the the league used to be quite open about the suspension list of like even like clubs had been done for various offences whereas now it's even a little bit of a secret like when that mm-hmm. Rovers game went behind closed doors like that was a story that I think I think I had that story at the time that it was going behind closed doors it wasn't necessarily a big announcement by the league mm. um, I know what you mean yeah. I, I, I think if they if they started to list because we had the incident in Bray recently um, and again I know Rovers sometimes feel that there's a lot of eyes in them and I, I understand where it comes from um, it just so happens they've had some of the bigger ones i.e. a firework landing on the pitch and players diving for cover like it's very hard to get away from that but that's not to trivialise uh, the fact that objects were thrown around and Finn and I, I'd imagine they'll get fined yeah they'll get yeah. done which is they, should, they, they, the will, they don't have that, enough they probably don't have enough down the road for that stadium ban but I've said this before like um, the stadium ban was, was imposed and then it was lifted and it's almost like a Sometimes some of these League of Ireland disciplinary actions are a bit like those GEA suspensions where everyone knows everyone knows you'll be fine eventually. So maybe you do need closed doors games. Great atmosphere in Oriel as well. I think that Fortress Oriel. Oh, listen, they probably their home record is astonishingly good. You know, Apple, the Dark Rovers batting at the top may give Derry time to improve without pressure and expectations. And then there was another comment, Fergal. What stage do questions arise about Derry's underperformance relative to budget squad stats? Yeah, I mean, like, it's a bad run. Like, you can't get away from the fact it's, that it's an a bad unbelievably run. bad run. Now, by all accounts, they definitely should have won Friday. It was a, it was one of these games that they definitely should have won. But other games, like they they scrambled a draw at home to Harps. So it's not like every week they've been incredibly unlucky. I can't get my head around it, Dan. That performance in Tala and everything that came after it, I it, it utterly confounded me. I, I can't get my head around it. They've been missing the odd player, but, like, no. I yeah, like it seems like, you know, they should be winning a lot of these games, mm. but they're not. And, like, it becomes an issue. Like, you have one or two games where you're unlucky, but when it becomes a trend, it's like... Um, yeah, they've 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 lost something. Um, They're still but, third, and they play UCD Friday. So yeah, like, but they had it. But they've had a kind run of games and haven't yeah. won them. So I know they hammered UCD the last time. Bitter red boy. What did Ed McGinty do to upset Stephen Kenny? Yeah, I mean, I suppose the the, up, the upshot of that is that I mean, James Talbot has also got a long term injury. We talked to Trevor, but he got it on Ireland duty, which is uh, which is pretty unfortunate to be honest for him. Um, like that was the the main flavor of our comments as well. I'm trying to go to the Twitter machine to see. 
yeah there's a, again more questions about objects um that were thrown at ronan finn we have talked about that so i hope we haven't uh, denied it there's a couple other questions here yeah dave o'grady in relation to the final stand going out of tala do you think it can inspire the rest of the league or will it make most of the other grounds look really bad and someone pointed out it should inspire county councils i mean i think the fact that rovers are sold out four days in advance is brilliant i think the fact that at some point people questioned if you needed a third stand yeah. there and now it's showing that actually if you it's have it under 21 games and other games uh, women's, was women's, women's games, games yeah. no like but i think they're i think rovers next season um if this is in by next season and, and generally they've hit their targets um i think you could get i'm not sure about the ultimate capacity you might have seed kills with segregation mm. of games but they could have they could easily get close to ten thousand people at a at a game next season i think if absolutely it's right, if is there it's the a right concern game. now that Serie A becomes the next premier league championship for our young players that's from neil i see that point yeah it's i don't think people are ever going to go over like i'm not sure if four lads are going to move together like you know was a load of lads went to stevenage one time from from kevin's and um, there's, there's a lot more involved with moving to another country um but i take the point i think as i said it'll become more routine i thought it was a kid from Drada went to a club and was it france or something like you'll see sort of as i said there's a big fanfare around them you'll see lads leave at 16 and go to maybe clubs around europe and it's mm. not it's not a big story but uh, I, I i see i see where that argument is coming from kevin you wonder what pat devlin has to do to get the sack by now I mean, I mean that's Carlisle if you want Bray chat you can just listen to late night LOI every Friday because there's always there's mm. the Bray section is quite lengthy in that so um, I'll um, talk about that um, if you want when, we there. when we hear from John Caulfield as well yeah, yeah Aaron offline you've gone awful soft on Johnny the last couple of episodes is everything alright I'm trying to figure out was Aaron one of the people who called me out for being harsh on you originally? did he meet you in uh, the we, away trip we just haven't been uh, yeah, we just could haven't, be one of anyone we just haven't we just haven't been you've actually been very harsh on me just off air yeah, um, yeah. Just, just on air despite the fact that like Essentially, I was on holiday, and you do you don't want to know that? Oh, you're always on holiday. I'm actually not. Like, so I'm on holiday. How many holidays two, have you been on this year? Two or three weeks in the year. How many holidays? And I'm have you always on this working. Year? How many holidays? Like have you two, on two maybe. I definitely like or a couple of mini breaks, but like it's just a, so, so it's a life. It's a life of luxury. In a car in a dare as the missus pulls in, and she's the one driving from Dingle, which takes like forever. Uh, and she pulls in so I can interview Stephen O'Donnell and I know like Stephen O'Donnell I, I can't I can't draw blood out of a stone the man has just turned into this <laughs> like he's the most he's, he's the boring priest in father's head now like he's obviously achieving great just second in the league but where's the crack Stevie like I mean, yeah. no crack but no we're not in the title race that's hearsay it's not like what's going on I'm, I'm trying to be I am being, I am being nice turned into I couldn't help but notice that you're, where, where are you, you put up something on Instagram about going to some gig on Friday hall, yeah. what are you going to on Friday it's, it was called off it was, I set up a WhatsApp group for the four people who never really met each other before but I was like you like this gig it's like a Sean O'Rea there performance based on the war of independence kind of really cool great but like Robert's uh, Bowes Robert's, is on a Friday Robert's Bowes is on there's nothing wrong with like then going home and watching the game entirely live and not knowing the score there's nothing wrong with that now that probably wouldn't have happened because I've had the treaty Galway United updates as it is now I might go to Galway because it was called off yeah. it was literally called off six it's hours it's a great life Bustings. you have like it's like you know Friday night you work in the spheres like, ah, I might go to Saturday I'm, I'm going to the, the Irish Derby right um, yeah. and it's then worked. Sunday um, I'm going to Galway and Armagh followed by a wine tasting in Drumcondra yeah. so it's not like Dublin's a cool place so, to live but the whole point is yeah see I, I'm harsh to you and me and Derek are harsh to you because like you have an incredible life of like varied cultural activities and like we're just probably just angry because we're busy all the time and we're like Johnny's like ah, you are I'll I give you to, one I'll give you one thing you are very you are very very busy with work and I'm actually even surprised that you claim that you weren't really on the beat in the last few days because you kind of always are um, I haven't but at the same time calls, to be fair. like you are one of these parents who's like you know I've 
and I've seen it like you've had a child and then you're like you've no understanding of my life now because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a you don't parent. want to become one of those I, I, just you wait people yeah, are, yeah no I, I, I do get that as well but like you've a flight to Berlin at, today at like half five and you're under like a strict guideline of being gone at half eleven I mean yeah. that's a bit mad like well, I had a flight yesterday morning at like it involves a lot but I will point out in, mm. in just in defense of my wife she hasn't left Ireland since 2018 like her, ca- her, her carbon footprint is considerably smaller than yours yeah. so we're going away for like two days that's about the most he can do if you don't get any gig and on you could you no. Berlin Bose that's not that's on. coming up soon but we will we will not be doing any football probably have a New Jersey well, I mean we might do that I could do a football trip but I'd probably come back alone then um, <laughs> J- JOS I think it's make or break time for Sligo Rovers a good one against Harp Shrugs and Shells set us up lovely for the ball I actually game. thought the Greg Bulger interview now I know you're slagging no, that, no, that, that's Greg Bulger interview was I good contri- I contributed nothing to that show by the way um, to be clear. Well, you, were, you were very busy with your away duties and uh, it was a mad time in fairness to be on the Ireland beat but Greg Bulger actually was interesting because he's basically saying and I'll ask Trevor about this in the system manager like the system manager has completely changed their training routine more or less but it sounds like uh, yeah, within well, a week the proof of being a it does seem like he has and you have to be careful about how you present that but I just think the the Bala game is huge for them because like it's such an I mean it's mad Europe isn't it like you're having a b- bad enough season and yet you have this game where you can basically win I know there's travel and whatever but like guts is like 200-250 grand in a game and it can change the whole trip to Scotland for Johnny on the, on the train and yeah, boat as well yeah and like Motherwell yeah. it's not a bad time to play them and imagine if you beat them like so it's funny how a couple of weeks I think it's make or break time for all the European clubs in a way Pats are just doing okay you know but then Europe can elevate their season and Derry might need it they might need to lift from it so um, yeah Owen McDee has a question about the third tier we will come back to that again because I feel like it's one of these things that's going to keep coming up all the time um, yeah a couple of references to Damien Duff uh, dancing uh, on the sideline and then suggesting he might be raving tomorrow Picotto because that obviously is this That's, week isn't uh, it oh, it's Shells and yeah. Dock game so he won't be getting his half time show Andy Burton uh, the omnipresent Andy Burton which out of Shamrock Rovers and Derry finished second and which finished third but sure Andy said Derry was going to win the league a couple of weeks ago so you know every every good agent you just like you put your chips wherever are it is. Derry out of the title race um, eight <sighs> points behind Oh, it, it's hard to to see them like they, they, if they find their form. But they're going to have to find their form in in a tough run of games. I look see, and I think Killian um, M had a point. Why do we always talk about the title race? Like I've always had the view that there's a title. Oh, yeah, I've always had the view that there's a title race. Like until it's mathematically impossible, or until it's like you know, this is my my criticism of you is like in April it's like well it's over. It's like it's not over. You have to win the games, and if you lose the games, you won't win it. And very profound. But I, I, I mean, it's pretty basic. Yeah. So like it's maths. <laughs> So I think that I think that that the you know if the if you're like if there's five six points in it with like six games to go then you have to consider that a title race occurred even if you the team that you believe will win will ultimately win it I, I still feel Rovers will win the league but I think now they, they have the potential to make it interesting if they can find a form they can get back into it but it's just hard to have that belief at the moment like they're not out of it at the moment eight points is they have to play the teams around them so of course they're not out of it if they find their best form but. I worry can, a bit for Shamrock with Jack Byrne and that. That that would be a bit of a lingering doubt for me. Um, yeah. Situation. But let's uh, let's let's. let's we've a couple of things to do. Um, do you want to hear from? Go. Let's let's hear from John Caulfield and then we'll come back with our quiz. John questions. Caulfield uh, was asked uh, after Galway United's five-one win in Bray when he was in, as you would imagine, a bullying form. Just on um, Stephen Walsh, like what can you say? And if you can go back to that Waterford game, what what? inspired you or the coach to put him up front all that second game of the season whatever it was and what, did you expect this to happen? Um, 
Do you know, did you expect did you expect at the moment that he's ten goals from play? Um, you know, possibly not. But one, one thing about him, like I've seen him at training, we saw him last year. Funny enough, last year we threw him up in a, in a friendly game against uh, Salt Hill Devon in a friendly game one night up there. You know, just just give him a look. He has that um, nuisance factor where he works so hard. He's quite 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 skillful, very good touch on the ball. Um, but you know, at this at this level, he puts himself around, and you know, in the modern game, you know, you get a lot of forwards that um, you know want to play the perfect game. They don't they don't put themselves around and you know he's, he's a handful in the air you know he's a handful running behind and um, he's massive enthusiasm and um, you know we can see a trend he was always a very good finisher funny enough but um, you know with young Murphy coming through last year left back obviously um, you know centre forward has given Walsh a release so uh, you know obviously we're delighted with him and uh, you know did I see him scoring as many I definitely saw him causing havoc and uh, he's done that, but not, not only has he done that, he scored. Like you know, when you look at him at the moment, he's ten goals. I don't know if he's the leading goal scorer, but he's ten goals from play, and um, you know, which is fair achievement. But uh, you know, the most important thing is that you know, can he keep it going? Long way to go the season. Could he? Could he maybe hit 15, 16, 17 goals? It's certainly there from now. So um, let's wait and see, and hopefully he will. You mentioned Young Murphy there. Um, what hopes have you for him in his career? Well, what I hope for the next month he'll do very well for us. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, so um, that's that's my concern. Um, you know, I, I think the, the brilliant thing for us is that he was come through our academy. Um, he's going to a Premier Division club, which is, which is, which is incredible. Um, he could do anything, you know, but obviously a step up is massive. But if you look at his progression from last year, being 16 years of age, to now his physicality, his pace, you know, he's, he's grown so much and he's... He's um, grown so much in, in, in football-wise on the pitch and his, his pace and, uh, you know, his strength. So you're thinking, like, um, you know, you never know. He's only 17 years of age and you're thinking, you know, could he make it? Anything could happen for him. And the uh, most important thing for him is keep his attitude and not to get injured. And then you never know. And you look at Gavin Bazoon as well. Sean McGrover's making so much money from, you know, it just goes to show, I suppose, League of Ireland clubs can be sustainable if, if you get the right kind of young players developed. Yeah, and, and that's the good point that you know we, we love bringing our underage players into training with us, and uh, you know, but sometimes it takes them a little bit longer. But certainly um, for us, you know, if Alex Murphy could do what Gavin Bazuna done, well then financially it's going to be a brilliant deal for 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 for, for Galway United, and uh, you know, so like we have to wait. Time will tell. He's still in the young fella, and uh, it would probably take. Um, We'll all go well, probably two or three years, but certainly, um, you know, it would be um, it would be financially brilliant for Galway United. It would be probably one of the best deals of uh, any Irish player probably going to England. You know. Just finally, um, have you any? Just simply for your old buddy Stephen Kenny, the pressure on him there after the couple of Ireland results, and obviously it seems to be gone now. Is he? The, the pressure seems to be gone. Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, Stephen. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's difficult, and, and he was under pressure. So, in fairness, you know, when you see a, a man after um, you lose against Ukraine and uh, the pain in his face, you know, you don't wish to on anyone because it's, it's his family that suffer. I know that too well. But then he had a great week last week, and the team played really well. So, it's the consistency that in the competitive games that he needs to get, and um, you know, and sometimes maybe when he was missing a few players, the new players come in. Did really well, and they showed that you know that they, 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 they can step up. So um, you know that's just the way it is. But uh, you know, Stephen doesn't need me to tell him anything. He's a, he's a long, lot longer in management than I am. And uh, when you're in this game, it's all about results, and you know everyone has opinions. So it is pressure. There was uh, 
an interesting vibe at the Carlisle grounds, obviously, Dan, as you can imagine. Uh, a lot of security, a lot of cops for Galway Bray game, kind of bizarre. Um, best curry chips I've ever had at League of Ireland ground halftime, I have to say. They were mm. top notch. How many how many curry chips would you have had at League of Ireland grounds over the um, years? I was recently uh, in Chicor, which was nice. I'm sure Galway, which were not. Um, albeit the Galway United actual ones that the club is running are, are very nice by all accounts. I've had curry chips. Have you seen that? Um, I've had a lot of curry chips that, down the, down the years. Isn't you know there a saying? very popular Twitter, like, like football scran or something mm. where people... I was very tempted did to you, post that because it, it was curry chips but they had like kind of peppers in it and it was more like the curry you'd make at home than that old, like proper <laughs> curry and it was it was um, really kind of delivered in this cool kind of cardboard box and I was like, Bray have a lot going for them if, if you're talking about curry chips there. They lost 5-1 if, in the game. If only football was decided on curry mm. chips. And, and not, Last other, five not other factors Jason Knight's younger brother um, Played for Bray um, did, Is it what's is, You were there okay. I, I was there Kevin's Trevor, the older brother We're going to come to Trevor I think it's Connor Knight I think I, I, I have Jason to, Knight but it, who, was, who was at Kevin TD's mini world cup On Saturday Because his family are still in Kevin TD of course A different club to yeah, Bray but, um, um, Totally but, different club But he was uh, I gather he was even Like pulling points Behind the bar And, and getting very involved Because he's uh, his, his family are pure Cabo And Ryan Manning Was at the game Because Ronan was making I think his first start um, And so In any event Goey United Are just banging in goals It was like They brought on The strength they had On the bench And then Cork City of course Were held in Longford Goey United are back top yeah. Beginning to believe, Dan. Yeah, I'm I, I seriously beginning to believe. And it was like the, the vibe off John Caulfield after the game. The first thing he said to him was, Shivan won the cup, I see, which is my local team. And I was like, um, yeah, geez, so he's, uh, he was on top of that. But he was in great form. And, and I, it's obvious, like, okay, they won 5-1. But he's had this kind of air of, um, I think he believes they're going to win the league. I really do. Do you think he likes you? Oh yeah, we're getting on great. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he's remembered some of the criticism of the style. It's it's fine. Oh yeah, it's a fine. But, but no, we're, we're playing like really aggressively attacking brand of football. And Stephen Walsh again gets two goals. The lad he literally threw up front echoes of Marcus Sullivan here because he brought Marcus Sullivan into the League of Ireland when he was I think he was the guts of thirty from Avondale, Avondale yeah. and he was Walsh. He's actually quite similar to Mark Sullivan. But um, it's a great story, and I know it's first division, and I know we're on about Dundalk, and I know we're on about. <laughs> Rovers and blah blah blah, but Go United will have a massive crowd for the game against Treaty. The 1991 team is on the pitch beforehand, making a big deal of that. And Waterford creeping back into the race is going to be a, an intriguing first vision. But I, I really enjoyed the game. And we're, we're John Crawford has let the shackles off. The problem is now we have to replace Alex Murphy. Mm. Who Listen, we'll hear more about that in the, we'll in the next we'll like two for, years. We'll, we'll back to our Galway slot next week. Um, Last week's quiz question. It was related to the Shelburne manager when they lost to Hibs of Malta 20 years ago. It was Pat Fenlon. I mean, maybe it was obvious, but maybe to some people it was a trick question. I, as I said, the first game I ever covered, I remember Pat Fenlon in a suit after the game God. been interviewed. And like, young manager with the look of like, oh my God, what have we done? And yet, what, sort of within sort of two years, they were, they were hitting the heights in Europe. So mm. it's funny how it works out. This week's question. Um, so... Uh, it's apropos of nothing really I mean it is pretty simple really but I don't know maybe it's not simple can people name the 21st century League of Ireland Premier Division top scorer so top scorer in the Premier Division since 2000 who has been capped for a country that's not the Republic of Ireland or Northern Ireland I mean it's pretty easy but or, or is it how did you come up with that or why did you come up with that 
I, I just looked at the but list. There's the most efforts you've made in the podcast in about three <laughs> weeks. Because yeah. I just decided, like, I just decided our, our overall performance was so shabby last week. I was poor. I, I'd come up with a, a, an actual question. I think it was like Shells against Finn Harps, that 3-0, where they were, like, Finn Harps' only victory of the season. Uh, if They may have won a game recently. They have, but, they have. Um, so this the, for the only game until recently, um, yeah, just didn't perform. But like Duffer would have given them they a dressing Shells down. They beat Shells twice. They beat Shells twice. They beat Shells twice. Mm. Duffer would have given them a dressing down. That was it. Was a poor performance. But again, I mean, you we, were we you were, get, we you were coming it. back from the international we trip. We need to get over and, it. Yeah. And what a what a what a way to get over it than this week's guest. Well, before the guest, we have this week's quiz question, which we've done. But prior to that, sorry, something completely different. Um, because people who listen to the show, some of them, some people are very enthusiastic about football kits and jerseys. Well, bows. Yeah, well, bows in particular. But uh, I've had Keto Dwyer on to me from KitCon Eris saying that on July the 2nd in Dundalk, they're hosting Ireland's first ever football kit conference, would you believe? That's um, mad. And here's Keith with some details about what will entail. It might be of interest to some of our listeners. And in fact, I know it will be of interest to some of our listeners. So here's Keith going to tell us what that is going to involve. Thank you, Daniel. And thank you for having me on the podcast. Well, if you like football and love football kit, then we have the perfect event coming up for you. KitCon Era, Ireland's very first kit conference, is coming to the Imperial Hotel Dundalk on Saturday, July the 2nd. There will be spectacular displays of football shirts, retro and new, from all over the world, and indeed some closer to home. Ireland soccer shirts will be the main attraction with this exhibition of iconic shirts from some of Ireland's most famous matches, including Ray Hampton's Euro 88 jersey and Richard Dunn's famous Russia game Man of the Match one. Some of the leading vendors from Ireland and the UK will be in attendance, including Dundalk FC, who will have their latest kits available, along with a full line of club merchandise. There will also be representation from other League of Ireland clubs, with their shirts available on the day as well. We will have also some of the leading names in the kit world giving talks and panel discussions about all the hot topics, featuring the Kitsman, Eddie O'Mahony, Chat Shirts, Museum of Jerseys and more to be announced soon. There will also be a walking tour of Dundalk with Aidan O'Reardon and Gary Cook. The two guides bring their much-renowned walking football tour to Dundalk for the very first time. Charting the beautiful game's storied history in Ireland, the tour guarantees ancient gossip, fascinating facts and some cracking stories. Tickets cost €10 euro and the price includes entry fee, walking tour, entry to the kit discussions and a raffle ticket. You can keep an eye on our social media channels for further updates at KitCon Era. Thanks again for having me on the podcast and uh, hopefully, lads, we will see you there on the day. And we are, we're back and Trevor Crawley's in the studio. We do not know, Trevor, if Bo's Dublin bus inspired kit or Bob Marley jersey will be included in that conference. But I don't know, like, are you, are you into your football kits? Do you, do you keep your, have you kept like your Drada jerseys and your Pats jerseys and Shamrock Rovers jerseys or anything like that? Do you have them framed or anything? You had the iconic Pats jersey when they were uh, the... Autoglass. Autoglass. Autoglass yeah. repair. Rip. Autoglass repairs. Autoglass auto replace, isn't replace, it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. I don't have any jerseys. Nothing. No, no, I don't. Um, and I don't design them. That's not my. Um, it's certainly not my area style. I don't the Dublin bus jersey. You mean? Do you have any view on that? Like, no, you mean? It got a lot of interest. Um, that's mm. that's one thing, and we're talking about it. So that mm. that's a good thing for us. Mm. Um, I, I, t I don't think it looked as good sitting on the seat as it did. <laughs> you know. Off the seat, um, so well, it's like so you know the way they show an owl in a tree that the way animals can like merge into the so that they can be predators. Like it did look like the bus was actually a jersey, like the bus seat was a jersey. But I mean, as you say, it's publicity. 
Yeah, there's good good publicity with it. There always is with, with Bowes jerseys. Um, I, I think, I don't know, give it a chance. Yeah, give it, yeah. it, it depends who it's on and, and, and where it is. Maybe don't don't get on the bus when you're when you're wearing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, <laughs> but like, there's going to be... Or stand uh, up, Connie's, sorry. Uh, I shouldn't Connie's say... Been sacked by body, yeah, I, I shouldn't say don't get on the bus. I should say stand up when you're on the bus, maybe. <laughs> yeah, to be clear, we're not advocating an anti-bus policy on the show this week. But like, yeah, there's going to be an awful lot of like bad gags about parking the bus and all this as well, right? Like, Bowers and Harris Bowl don't, don't they, do. They don't park the bus. I mean, you, you won't be parking the bus and Tala on Friday, it's not your nature to go and park the bus and Tala at all. But, um, I mean, you like you must go there in reasonable heart after the weekend. You had to grind it out with the 10 men, but you got it done. Yeah, we, we were good. First half, I thought we were very good. Second half, then the, the sending off very early. And then we showed a lot of character and resilience, which was good. Um, so yeah, it was it was a great result. Sometimes those results can be nearly as good as a, a three nil mm. kind of romping to to a win. There's a lot of a lot of character needed and an organisation. So it was great to see that on behalf of the boys and and also for Toy coming in is 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 his first game for us in the league a to bo- get a clean sheet. A boys fan was on to me about that actually, Toy Grind, because he's played for Go United and the, the Talbot thing which we'll talk about is mad. Like a, a player getting injured in international duty in the League of Ireland is, is very very rare. But I I basically said to him. Ryan is not going to be a problem for you. Like this is a good keeper. Yeah, Ryan's Ryan's very good, and he and he's got that kind of calm composure. Mm. He's just got a calmness about him. He's got a, a good James calmness. James Talbot, is this? No, no, that's that's <laughs> toy game, and it's strange, you know, you yeah. to get the clean sheet. And James is one of the best keepers in the league, if mm. not the best keeper in the league. Um, and then Ryan comes in, and we keep a clean sheet. So it's it's a little bit bit strange, but. Yeah, it's good for Ryan and, and good for the team last weekend. As a coaching staff, what like, what is the mid-season br- break like for you? Because it was a weird one this year. For a while, maybe you thought you might be playing Finn Harps, then you, then you weren't playing that game. Um, so it probably interrupts the rhythm of the season. Maybe for some teams, that's a good thing. It's a bad thing. Like how how was it for for Bowes? Yeah, I th- think it depends where you are. Yeah. Some people, some teams going into it would think. They don't want it. Others, it, it kind of comes maybe at a good, good, good time. Whether sometimes that can be have, have niggles, injuries that can be back then. So it, it depends really. It varies greatly. For us, we came back early. We were only off for a couple of days. I think we'd four days off. We were okay. back in because we we had the game or we thought we had the game against Finn Harps and then we didn't. So we came in and, and we got got the lads going straight away. The week is a long time because. Young men can sometimes let their hair down over a week, and that can knock that you was back. evident on Instagram. Anyway. Well, there was a lot yeah. of players. I know, was, I know there was various weddings in the league and various mm. things happening. I, I can understand on the human level why players have to totally. If you want to have a summer wedding at all, like you sort of have to have it in that window, so you, you can sort of see where it's coming from. You yeah, know, they're, they're human. They're young men, yeah. and they have to be able to go and, and enjoy themselves. Um, but but. Not but they do have to go and enjoy no, themselves. But, you, but when you come back, yeah. there's a consequence to that. Um, so we weren't off for too long. So hopefully we were able to come back. Well, sorry, we were able to come back in, in good fettle, and then we were able to. The game being off, it gave us an extra week. Um, so so that was good. It was good for us. Yeah, because June is a bit of a weird month in the league, and I think Bowes are probably an extreme sort of representation of it. That you've announced signings, like you know some interesting players you brought in from John O'Sullivan to. Uh, Ryan Burke to Care as well, mm, the, yeah, Josh, and, yeah. and you've you've confirmed say some players won't be uh, staying on, but obviously they can't play till the first of July. It's a sort of a weird sort of transitional period for a lot of clubs, um, with the nature of we take a lot of players in from the UK now. So how do you manage all of that at the moment? Because you've got players who are probably ready to go from the first of July, but then you obviously have to look after the lads that are there, and there's a bit of a balancing act there. Yeah, no, I think it's good. Um, 
we we generally don't sign too many in in in, in June July mm. this year because what well, we lost in the off season and trying to get the blend right. So it's been it's been tricky. It's been hard, and we we haven't got that blend right. Um, so we're working hard to get that right and to keep improving each window. So we've got the three guys in. So I think that gives excitement to the group. It gives a vibrance to the group. One or two lads might go. Um, they possibly will, mm. um, but but you still keep you're, you're working away, so it's not it's not a problem. We they're good they're good guys. Most the lads we have they're all they're all good lads, good pros, and they work hard. If anyone moves along, well then that's fine. But you, you work each day, and it's it's not really been a problem. Yeah, like John O'Sullivan's an interesting one because he probably doesn't have a massive profile in Ireland, say, but yeah, you look at it like he was playing League One football, you know, across this season. Maybe not every week, but a lot of weeks, a lot of appearances. And naturally, we got very excited when Owen Doyle came back to the league from from League One, and you know, great you know, great profile and career. But like, John's been operating at a good level. Yeah. Okay. Like he sort of brings a good pedigree to that dressing room. He's what 28, 27, 28, so he's a yeah. good age. Yeah. He's he's what he's what we we think we need, um, with the the experience and the level he's played at. So hopefully he can come in and give us because we're a little bit short on that. Having lost mm. some of the players we lost, your Robs, Rob Cornwall, we lost Keith Buckley. These players had had experience, and, and and we hope that John can come in and help with that because we, we do we're quite young, we're too young. We we need mm. that little bit of experience in the squad. That's that's evident to everybody. So hopefully John can come in and and, and, and get us going. Yeah. Obviously, you're not going to tell us everything, but like, where do you see him playing as such? Like, how would you describe his strengths as a player in terms of his attributes? Yeah, I see him playing in goal, and I think uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I'm not going to tell you. No, I think like, he's a midfielder. I think he, he'll, he'll play in the middle. I think he he's can all play. round. Is he sort of? Yeah, in he the can play set? in the six and the eight, and he can yeah. also play in the ten. He's played wide at times as well, actually. Yeah. So he, he brings a, a vast kind of array of, of positions that he can play for us. But the ten or the six and the eight, he can play in really, really well. So. Um, we we put up a photo of you, which Kieran, uh, who's standing in for Delboy, took there, and it's quite it's 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 uh, your face is basically blocked by the microphone. <laughs> but it was like, who's our That's guest? Probably no bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> Very handsome man. I put so it was like, who's the guest? So the first guest was Alan Reynolds. That's you know you kind of. Second guess was Keith. Can, can I get the name and address of the person that said that, please? Uh, P. Burns. Uh, P. Burns. Keith, yeah. Keith Ward, uh, who, who, your buddy with Wardy, oh, who, Wardy, who, who actually that. was a possibility, and we will have him on the show, uh, we, we must get Sean Wardy at some stage. Stuart Gillooly, who uh, would be known from the legal game, um, got it right, though. It is Trevor Crawley. So, um, Trevor Crawley, I have to ask you about the off-season, and I know Bo's made a bit about this, but... Like your your whole body was stripped apart in terms of losses. Like it was, if you, when you think about Ross Tierney, who will be playing against, hopefully will be playing against Sligo Rovers soon. Um, obviously Georgie Kelly, but then Keith Buckley and obviously um Cornwall. Like you've basically despised the team. For me, the biggest one of them was Buckley because of he was the whole midfielder. It's like the fulcrum of everything. And you can, I I didn't think you've replaced him at all in terms of the midfielders and you had a lot of ball playing midfielders. So how has that transition been? Because there's a lot of losses. Yeah, it's been difficult, and we've we've lost Anto as well. We lost Anto Breslin. We lost quite and a Anto few. Breslin, yeah, sorry. Yeah, we lost we lost we lost on keyboard as as you mentioned. Mm. So we we've lost we lost a lot. We've lost each year. We've we've lost players. The club are at a different position now, so it's good. Mm. The club are in a position now to to be able to keep players to to give longer contracts. Um, unfortunately, that's a little bit later than all the the boys that we've lost over the years. But we've been able to generally replace them. But the likes of Keith Buckley, Rob Cornwall. 
yeah, it's not just the player on the pitch, the, mm. the technique and the, the, the game knowledge, it's the personality in the dressing room. And it's not that the other guys didn't have personality. The, the, these guys were, were leaders for us and they were they were there there quite a while. So Bowles, there was a connection. It's mm. their club. It's mm. so Talking. you can you can kinda lead when, when it's yours and you're invested in it. Mm. It's not that the other guys aren't invested, they're just not as long. It's not. Mm. Keith Buckley comes back to Dublin, or uh, even uh, away in Australia, Bowles is his team. It's his team, and, and Rob would be similar. So it's yours, so you'll you'll go all out. And, and again, I'm not stating that other people don't go all out, but when it's your family or it's your home, or there's a, there's a fight for it and there's a leader, there's a stand-up for it. So that takes a little bit of time, and, th- and that's where we've kind of been, trying to replace that that period of time that those guys have been and the connection that those guys yeah. have with the club, we haven't been able to do that. You can, you probably can't do it in six months. It's just not possible. We brought in really good players, really good players to get the blend. You're trying to get the blend right. Um, so yeah, so it's it, that, that it can be difficult, but it's also very stimulating. If you're a fan, you just want to win. You don't want mm. the stimulation. You don't want to know about Trevor telling you about it's stimulating trying to get the group together. You just want to win. You just want to win every Friday. So that's been difficult, but. It's a bit of a funny league this year. Everyone, there's lots of, you know, Dundalk, I think, have put maybe five or six games yeah. together. And they're, they're kind of Derry, up there. Like, yeah. Look at Derry. I mean, and, and in fairness to Bowes, it was like, if you hadn't been conceding so I mean, remember the Finn Harps game? I mean, what was the, what were you, what do you go into a dressing room and say to the players after that? What was it, like nine men goal up and conceded in the 94th or whatever it was? Yeah, it, they're, they're difficult moments. Mm-hmm. And we've conceded a lot of late goals. And you, you look at the profile of the players and, look at the profile of what we've gone out and tried to, to bring in now is, is more experienced players mm. because sometimes in games what's happened to us a little bit so you look at you look at those late goals and you think are, are we fit enough or we ask all these mm. questions we are because we, we have enough data nowadays to tell mm. you that where you are where your fitness levels are what we're really missing was when teams are throwing five and six bodies forward and you're winning one nil and it's kind of a they'll lose two nil or they'll get one back it's that organisation it's that in moment game mm game knowledge and game recognition and pulling people around and organising around. And that's the little bit we lost, kind mm. of, as I mentioned, with the likes of Rob at the back and Keith in the middle. Mm. So, so so that's something that we've, we've been lacking and we've suffered because of it. Yeah, you mentioned that maybe the club might be in a position to you know, not lose the volume of players going forward. Now, of course, like if you, you, know, if you have a talented young Irish player, I don't know, Jamie Mullins or someone, of mm. course there's going to be UK stuff will come calling, yeah. but... Obviously, maybe the thing that scarred people sometimes is you know, Andy Lyons going to, to, to Rovers and doing quite well. Um, are, are you saying now that basically there's more of an opportunity maybe to give longer contracts to some of your players so at least you mightn't be as vulnerable to the yeah that, to, that's, to, to, to that's those the, cheap departures as such? Yeah, they're, they're the hard ones, aren't they, to take? Um, but, but we are the, club are. the club are on a better financial foot now than certainly when, when I came into the, to the, to the role. Um, so, so they're in a better position to offer longer contracts to be able to tie players down and to keep players and to up- reward players as we mm. as we move up the table. Mm. Yeah. So. The, the, the training you're still training in the evening, are you? Training in the yeah. afternoon, evening. Yeah. Is yeah. that is is that an outlier in League of Ireland sort of professional terms, or is it something that you might look at? Or I'm sure the club are. I will mm. look at it. Um, yeah, that's a bit. That's kind of one that people you know train in the, in the mornings and professional they call it. I know a lot of bad pros that train in the morning. I don't. Mm. I don't think it's really. 
I, I don't think it's relevant when you train. I think it's how you, don't you think train. It's relevant, yeah. I, I think it can have an effect. I think I think people can feel more professional and they can feel that it's a, a more professional environment mm. and and that can be positive. So so I think that's something the club will look at. They can look at. But I I think Liverpool they train in the afternoons. I think I read for Ramadan they changed the training to the morning wow. to help the players with the, with their diet, their nutrition. So. Mm. I don't think really when you when you the time you try I think you should be all the time as opposed to kind of mm. just be morning time. I, I think you look at most of the clubs now, um, you'll see whether it's, whether it's Twitter or that if you follow and you'll see they train in afternoons, evenings at times. Mm. There's different times to train next to the games, etc. So I think it's about being professional. I don't think we've ever suffered because of the time we've trained. I think it's it's what you do, but that's something that uh, feels more. More professional, maybe. Mm. If you're, I think you have to have them all the time. Yeah, I think it's 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 um, one of these as well that like, I don't know if you have shells come on the scene and and they're training in the morning and and it's it's funny the last couple of years in the league like when Dundalk were at their even at their peak, they were probably doing a very similar training schedule to what you're doing now at the moment. Like I don't think it was madly dissimilar. It was mm. afternoon, evening stuff, but then when it becomes. The, the norm now in a lot of other places that players are looking at players in other clubs, you're a bit more of an outlier, if you know what I mean. And and sometimes players think, oh yeah, they train in the morning and I think do you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's a little yeah, bit of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that. I, I look, I think it, ideally, you know, all, all the best clubs in the world, you're, you're completely full time and that's the way to go. But I wouldn't just say you should train in the morning. I think you should train at the relevant time. Like, I know, Barcelona, because of weather, would train in the afternoons for, for the heat or to get away yeah, from the heat. Yeah. There's different times that, that... I don't think the timing of exactly when you train, like you said, Dundalk, but I think it can make people's life a bit easier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes maybe you're trying to avoid those people that want an easy life. I know, yeah, yeah. It, it shouldn't be easy, but... In, in, term, in terms of an easy life, is, did you feel under any pressure this season when... You, like, there are both fans even commented into us, uh, you know, the time has come and all this, and I, I, mean, I think... Generally, people overreact to. Did you feel because it's been such a good vibe story ever since you've been there? Basically, always sort of punched above your weight. I have to say, I really enjoyed Europe last season. Even as a Galway United fan, loved those nights, and you could see the connection. Masses of Bose fans around the canal going to the games. This year, though, it was like, right, is this the first time you're under pressure? Not sure. I don't really read a lot of them. Mm. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't know what's going on. I don't. You don't feel that. I. I don't read. I wouldn't know that. I'd see people don't. You know, they're not happy when you when you don't win or when you concede mm. late goal. And I understand. You know, I, I'm the same. <laughs> I'm more disappointed if you concede a late goal or if you if you don't get get a win. Mm. Um. So do I feel pressure? I suppose you always do in football, and you should do because when you don't, then it's it's not a good thing. So. Pressure, to, yeah, yeah. I think you feel pressure. Yeah, I feel, I feel pressure to win. I feel you want to do well for the Bowes fans. You've, we've, there's such a good connection, um. So you want to do well for them, and when you don't win and you don't do well, yeah, you, you feel a bit. You don't feel as good about yourself. Well, I get, I guess, like as a manager. Now we'll talk about the role of the assistant manager as well, because John Russell is going in Sligo. But like, do you, you know, when you come in off the pitch against Finn Harps or even sort of draw it recently, do you think? Okay, I, I, I can explain this away because I know we're going on a path here and we need to get players in. Or is there a point where you're like, Jesus, like, wh- how are we conceding again? And uh, do, you, do, you, do, you, do you allow yourself to get worried as a coach that I'm not doing the right thing here? Because we're not, like, we're, we're, we're pushed out of the European places or whatever. No, in a, stra- no. In a strange way, I think as a coach, the, the more problems you have, if you love coaching, it's giving you work. So okay. it's... it's, it's 
I, I find it you that look way. at that as a coaching system yeah, so like why I, are we conceding late yeah, goals but, but I understand that's not what what, what fans and what we want we don't, you know I was trying to please Trevor by giving him lots of work we're trying to win games and we mm. want to but uh, as a coach I, I would I, I would be confident I can work out what's happening and I can help the team I, I think everyone would um, there's a there's a, a joy in kind of doing that when you see it coming right um, so so yeah no I would think I can help the team but sometimes straight after the game isn't the time because the emotions are so raw and you're, mm. you're so disappointed like everybody else in the ground bar maybe the opposition Um but but I'd be confident I'd be able well, to, to identify what we need to do. And you're you're, you're in a, an assistant or a managerial role for 15 years, I think. Now it's looked this up on Wikipedia, which is kind of mad when you think about it. But like, how has it evolved? So if you look at Darren's on about Stephen O'Donnell that he basically rates him as a very good manager, but you've a lot of kind of different coaches in the league now, a lot of fresh ideas and so on. Has it evolved for you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, well, actually, I, start, I think it was a bit before long for the start at, at Kildare County. I was there for Jeez. a year and then Longford. That's not even on Wikipedia, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah and then Longford. And then Who were you with Kildare? Um, Dermot John, John Ryan, no. John after, Ryan, yeah. Yeah, and then I went to, to uh, Longford. How, how old were you then, Trevor? You were probably, what, in your... I don't know. I don't know. You're sort of <laughs> what age are you now? Um, 40. 40. So you were so you finished early, yeah. I finished my knee was bunched, so I finished early. Oh, it's changed greatly, yeah. But but the basics of football has haven't changed. Well this is the thing Paul Doolan would say that as well. It's like But they haven't. Yeah, I haven't coached the league for ten years, but like are you saying I can't the basics haven't, but what has changed? Oh, well, you've got different systems. There's a lot more mm. different systems. There's 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 a lot more innovation. There's a lot more data with GPSs. Mm. They're all they're all great things. Again, if you if, I think if you, if you enjoy coaching, they they're stimulating. It's great to be mm. able to, to to have all these resources to to dip into to help you do your job. Um, so so there's lots change, but 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 the basics don't. They won't. They they haven't changed since. So if you don't if you don't kind of generally run more, obviously you have to run with efficiency and you work out when you run, how you run, triggers to run. The cues to run to the team now. Mm. If if you run and if you if you win more tackles and win more duels, there's certain components that come from the street right through to the you mm. know to, to to the World Cup that mm. you know when Messi loses the ball he gets bloody he gets bloody annoyed and mm. and he'd go after it and you'll see the greatest probably team I've ever seen Barcelona mm. they ratted after the ball and they pressed the ball like demons and mm. and they had a had a, an, an an aggression about them so those things like that aggression that that won't change in football the team. That's aggressive and, and within the rules of the law. They're, they're all qualities that'll that'll always have a bearing. And then you have your shape and you have all those things and triggers to press and or whether you're sitting off all these things. But before before but we go to Dan, then just yeah. if you d like, is there like not a WhatsApp group, but is there a, is there a, a narrative among the coaches, like assistant managers and coaches in the league? Oh, he's going, he's going to be promising. Like, because it's always about the manager. But does they like say? Even Casey's gone in there with John Russell at Sligo. I don't know a lot about him. There, there are all these, these innovative coaches that, like, do you yeah. talk about that? I, yeah, coach. I, I played with, with, with Casey. Did yeah, you, yeah? Lad, Ryan yeah. Casey, yeah. Yeah, yeah Ryan, yeah, yeah lovely Galway lad. Lad. Lovely left foot, yeah, yeah. Lovely left foot, came back to Pats. Um, not really, you just talk in general around the people you'd be in. It, it was, I'd be, I'd be more, what, what's happening with our team, trying to work out. And well, you'll be very well we, regarded as a coach. Like, there's always, you know, and, and, and Paul Doolan, who I mentioned, always like, oh, unbelievably good coach. Like, so is it, is it a thing you talk about? Like, what's happened at other clubs? Or? Um, not really. I wouldn't be talking about the coaches as such. Mm. Um, I think that's just a general chat you'd have, uh, maybe having a cup of tea. Mm. Um, but it'd be more what our teams are doing and how you need to 
to, to get around or to negate what they're doing or to, to expose what they're doing more so than actually the coaches. But, right. but there's a, there seems to be there's a lot of good coaches. Like there seems like like a lot of young vibrancy in the league. But there's also you just mentioned John, John there. You know mm. John John's had a John's done a good good job with Cork. He won the double with Cork. He's back now with Galway. So I suppose we can't. It's a journey you've set up in fifteen, probably whatever it is, a little bit more, maybe years. It's not not every year is kind of like the the L T shot that it's just lifting off or like a yeah, plane yeah. taking off. There's 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 tr- there's ups and downs and 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 you learn within them and and sometimes the most the, the greatest learning is in in the downs. Not always, but mm, but sometimes mm. if you can read about it or if you can see it somewhere else, it's better than if you suffer it. Mm. Um, but it, but it can't all be just you know. Yeah. Over trajectory, yeah. yeah. I think it's it's interesting to say that the basics haven't changed. That I'm guessing, like you know, 15 years ago or 16 ago, years ago at Kildare County, I don't know what your match analysis would have consisted yeah. of. Would have been like I don't know, like where you know, were they even a facility to say recording games? Whereas now you have this situation where say the leagues on Y Scout, there's all these mechanisms. So it, does that just make it easier to maybe explain to players? Like if you have data, does that make it easier to compute to players? You might have seen things with your eyes, but this allows you to maybe impart information in a particular way. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So you can, you, can, you can use all the, the data and the videos. And we've live videos at home, you know, half time so we can show. So rather than me trying to show on a tactics board, I can show you. Have a look at this. This is what we're talking about. How do you explain this to me? Sorry, we have it on the TV, on the monitor. So we'll have a, if there's a clip, if there's an issue, if there's an incident, I can say to Aaron, Aaron. Oh, sorry, you were like a clip from the first half. Yeah, from the, sorry, pardon me, I didn't explain it very well. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so we can have Aaron, 24th minute, I want to see that transition or I want to see that that shot on goal or I want to see whatever, we didn't press and look, we said we were going to do this, this didn't happen. Why? What are we doing? Or it might be that, or it might be we done this really, really well. Brilliant, you know. Look that's at the reward right, yeah. we got from yeah. it. Yeah. So, so that's diff- that's a bit different. I think so. Like it's there, I have to say. Oh, I'd imagine <laughs> no, and then yeah. I think people don't realise that it was only. I think it was one of the European games last year. Um, Philly McMahon and one or two other of your backroom staff were just were sat up in the press box for whatever reason. So, like I was quite close to them, and you can see during the game, like there's a proper. You know, there's a proper sort of brains trust going on. I'm not sure what everyone's individual role was within that, yeah. um, but that's obviously all going towards the process of informing your halftime discussions. Basically, that, yeah. that's basically yeah. what's going on. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. So, sort of taking data to help guide us, and sometimes that's to influence the player. Sometimes it's to see that, uh, and they also can contact the bench. So we we have we have a connection just to see how how we're going, how the game's going. We we kind of have we we have certain kind of standards that if we if we hit them we normally win games so we're going after certain certain things in the game um, and we know when we've certain momentums we're ticking those boxes that that kpis that 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 the game generally goes well for you so so we, we analyze that and we can it can help the coaches it can help the players um so yeah so we we, we use as much of that as, as we can uh, it's funny there's always an attention on philly i mean i've brought him up because he's such a Big name in Irish sport. We're trying to get him out as well. That gives him the joy. Actually, but I, but I have to say, working today, it works yeah. to be clear. Working, it hasn't been, yeah. yeah. But um, like yeah. it was, uh, it's, it's you know, Philly now is doing a column with the Independent, and he's doing podcasts with GA. And I actually saw a clip of the Indo, and it's like the GA throw-in podcast, and Philly's wearing a Bose training top in it, and I'm like, I actually like that. It's sort Happy of you days. know, it's a, but like, what what has he brought to things? Yeah, Philly was. You have a long term, obviously, association yeah, with him yourself, going back to Rovers. Yeah, yeah. I know Philly a long time, so he'd, he'd help me he, the way he thinks and he, he makes you think. Um, 
he's very good. He's been good for the staff and he's, he's been good for the players. And he came in last year and had a great effect on, on, on the group last year. I think he had, he had a major effect. Um, and he helped us, yeah, like like the rest of the, the rest of the staff. He helped us along the way, and I think we we and we were we were so close to winning the cup, and it would have been a really good season for mm. us, and we didn't get to do that. Um, so so we were kind of close to something pretty special with Europe thrown in, and um, it made the league tricky because we didn't have the depth in squad. So it could have been a really really special year. So you're. It's one penalty yeah, shoot out and it changes. It's it's history's yeah. written by the winners. Isn't like, isn't it's the clearance off the line as well. But we mm. look, we didn't deal with them. It's gone. So, but but we were close to and, and Philly was a big part, a major part of helping. Wasn't there like what you were saying? The Jack like Hickman clearance off the line. That was yeah. yeah. He was uh, was Philly like taking a video of uh, like the Bose fans singing? I think it was either the. It was it was one. It was the. I think it might have been the the Pout game or. I maybe, think he was just was mesmerized by it, like because he obviously has really taken to it as well. Like he obviously has, he's taken like when you think of what he's achieved, he he does love the League of Ireland, obviously. Ah, he does, yeah. He yeah. loves his football as well. Mm. Yeah, I think he was away as a kid. Hard to believe when right. he's kicking the ball now. Yeah, <laughs> he went away. I think he was away at Notts Forest. He played with Belvo. Yeah, so mm. I know he lo- he loves his football, but he he's more into the the, the other side of it. Yeah. He's into the mental, mental side, side of, of it. Yeah. yeah. It just before you come on, look, we were talking about John Russell and Sligo Rovers and their chance, and like how much. How much for those clubs where you are at the moment? How much is dictated by Europe and getting back to Europe? Like, is that the definition of a of a good season now? Getting back in there, and I appreciate Bose for reasons that we've touched on around a nice, stable financial footing through a variety of reasons. There's been good football success, people going to games, and some of this commercial stuff that obviously people take the piss out of some of it, but it's it works. You know, it, it generates income. But like, is getting back to Europe like? a big goal that's in your head now because you've had the taste of it and to not be there this year must be hard to swallow when you see the draws and other clubs going through where where you sort of feel you should be I'm guessing and not in an arrogant way but it's sort of it's where you want to be naturally you know yeah it's it's definitely where you want to be you want to climb we want we want to gradually climb each year and improve each year and yeah you want you do of course you want to be in Europe the the players want to be in Europe we all want to be in Europe um, they give you great games. Europe can be a, can be a harsh place as well. You know, mm. I've, I've, I've suffered in, in Europe as well as a player. Um, Europe well, can, what was that actually? I was along to at Pat St. Pat's. You know, you were in the Zimbabwe game. Yeah, it was. It was oh, jeez, yeah. I remember that well. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was horrendous. Dean Buckley yeah. said afterwards, "We're never going to get hockeyed five 0 again." Lost the second leg five 0 I remember being at that game because I remember watching um, Bertie Hearn at the game. Mm-hmm. I used to slate him for his lack of interest in the League of Ireland. And he was just reading the program. He had no interest, and they were five 0 down. And I was gutted because I thought the League of Ireland was going somewhere at that time. We had a good team. We had a really, really good team. But it just shows you, you know, they were a, class. It was a lesson for they were class, but we had a yeah. terrible, we had a terrible preparation. So when you prepare so? so poorly, so so you learn, you know. So How, to, I, I'm, I'm genuinely like, cause yeah, I the preparation was, wasn't good. The preparation, so, so you the don't whole preparation lead into it, and players signings and. At that time, players like Keith Doyle didn't play. He wasn't signed in time, and he was a he, he was a player there in the preseason. It was just poor. It was poor. Mm. You learn from that. Oh, absolutely, mm. absolutely. Mm. Yeah, That's yeah. interesting. I mean, and I suppose like we're in the summer's football era now, so some of that would naturally wouldn't happen now for various reasons. But it probably does show, like the prep is everything. You know, like we we had a quiz again. We had a quiz question about Shelburne losing to Hibs of Malta twenty years ago. And that was almost Zimbru equivalent. That was a massive blow as well for the league at the time because people felt shells were going to push on and they didn't. Yet it sort of feels like from that point onwards, 
we've got our act together a small bit more with our European performances. Yeah, I like, think, like, you know, how we prefer is different. L- like different you mentioned, from kind of Kildare on, like the league is a different league now. It's there's it's it's a far better run from a, a coaching and from managers and preparation for players. Can I ask you on that, Trevor? Because uh, Dan and I, I think we don't really agree on this. I think the league is a very good standard. Right now, Dan would argue that like where the title contenders, no, no, don't misrepresent. I, no, it's not. It, I I kind of see where you're coming from as well, but I I think between coaching and style of football and general quality, I think like and Bose against Pauk last year, for example, um, and other performances in Europe in recent years, where is it now versus like we'll say go back to the the team of two thousand and Shell team of two thousand and four, whatever that was, the Drogheda team, the Dundalk team, where is it now? I think they were great teams. Mm. It's Times are just changing. It's evolving. Yeah, I think it's evolving. Is it better though? I would think it's better. Mm. Now, and look, you'll you'll have people say, "Oh, those teams were brilliant. They were. They're then. This is now. So it's a different. The 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 shape of players has changed. The conditioning of players. There's so much has changed. The information. The way we play is a lot more attractive than what it used to be. Jesus, I think that's a very. I see. I this is part of my thing. I'm not Mm. saying that. I'm not saying the league is like a low standard at the moment. I just think that it's funny. You will you will have this view of players, you would chat to lads who played in the late 2000s who will say, well, at that stage, it was like four or five teams going, the mid 2000s, at that time when you had Shells, Cork, Derry. And maybe in recent years, we've had maybe one or two horse races and maybe not the depth you could argue. But what I find very interesting, I think we saw it last year, the European results were very good. And hopefully it'll be the same this year. Does the way that teams now play in the league and the style of play make it an easier transition to Europe than maybe it might have been in the past, where you, there was a sense that we always have to used to have these discussions with our clubs going to Europe and let's play five in the middle and you know park the bus so to speak. Whereas now it doesn't seem like a, the style is a massive switch. No, you, you can tell me I'm completely wrong here. No, I no. don't think so, Dan. I think I think the styles, the the, the flexibility to be able to change as well. Yeah. And the teams know knowing what they're doing, but also the, the like I said, the preparation like is 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 just miles different. Europe's a tough time. Like it's brilliant, but it's a tough time. There's so much to be gathered. There's so much information on the opposition. Like you go back to we talk about Zimbabwe. Like we, we didn't have any information. We didn't get any information. I didn't know that. The white player turned inside outside of you. Okay, you yeah. didn't. You don't. You didn't have that level. Whereas now we'll we'll have we'll know them inside out. We mm. you could you could argue you'll know them nearly better than mm. than than the teams within the league because you could, there'll be so much depth. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So so that that's a great help. So I think the level of preparation is 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 that's nowhere near. Look at look at like Bo. In fairness, now Bo was in Europe the last couple of years. Like uh, the performance. Um, the f- two years ago was it? Uh, what was the team Fervor. played? Fervor, like which I thought both were brilliant that night. Really were, and like you know, caused them a lot of problems. Um, and then to go into the three t- teams you played last year, and like, pr- were you disappointed in Greece or like? I mean, it was very tough. But were you disappointed? Yeah, yeah. I was because I thought it was it was a fantastic venue. Like it was it was great. It was it was bouncing. Love like, to go there. Oh, Greece was a good place. It's playing yeah. football. It's just passion. So it was a, it was a real. It was a cauldron. You know, it was just good. you can't see him now. Trevor's actually like doing kind oh, of. It's a great, great venue. Yeah. Yeah. you were there for Rovers yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. excites you, excite you a little bit, yeah. doesn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, and even the entrance going in. Yeah, like you're, you're cordoned off. It's. Yeah. 
But I think what kills yeah. you with that is that you conceded like you can see the bad goal that you yeah. wouldn't you can yeah. it's what kills you with the clubs in Europe sometimes you see them conceding goals they wouldn't concede. But but of course I understand maybe some of that is the pressure and, and it makes you make mistakes you wouldn't I'm make. I'm not sure but, do you know I think or was it just bad application at that time or whatever? Yeah, well I think Rossi's mentioned it in a previous podcast, so I'll, men- I'll mention he's dropped his runner, you know. Mm. I could have murdered him, you know, but he, he dropped his runner from a set play, and that's, yeah, it's, that's, that's disappointing Kill, yeah. because if, it's, if they, they play through you, you know, there's, there's a fabulous, you know, interlinked play or combinations, you think maybe, but it's a set play, and, and he's just turned off, and you think, oh, Ross, mm. you know, he's, he was phenomenal for us, but we gave that away early, which gave mm. them the little... It kind of it, it went as they would have liked it to go. It gave them the yeah. early goal, and then they're, they're up and they're running. But then we had a great chance at the end, you know. Wardy, yeah, yeah. That's why he's not on the podcast today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why we didn't bring him. <laughs> and he missed the penalty as well. Didn't he? So, <laughs> so we got rid of him, you know. <laughs> so no, but um, yeah, he had a chance. It came, it came flying across at him. It was, a, it was, it was quite difficult, but. It was an open goal, Keith. Yeah. <laughs> who did you have if you beat Poke? Who did you have if you beat Poke? Um, when we beat... If you did beat Poke, who would you have had next? Oh, um, who did we have? I, I so one more I game did into the groups? Because Poke, it was. It, was, it, was, it wasn't Hibs at Malta, was it? It was someone. No, it was I was a game was, I think it was, cause I thought was winnable. Mm. Yeah, because of course Dundalk and Bowes both went out on the same night and like yeah, keyboard had that flame. chance and Dundalk possibly should have beaten Vitesse Arnhem. Mm. I'm trying to think because Vitesse played Anderlecht. I'm trying to think you both played. They beat Anderlecht today. Yeah, they beat yeah. Anderlecht because they, they yeah. both, both Pauk and Vitesse. Like Pauk went, Pauk went, went all the way into knockouts. Marseille. They got yeah. beaten they in went the quarterfinals. No, they, they were, they I know there was, it was restricted attendances in Lanzone, but they were great nights. Like oh. I was at, I think I was at, that was the only, I was at the other two games. I wasn't at that game. They were great nights. Yeah, they were yeah. great. Yeah. It was great, great for the players. Great too. Oh, yeah. Great venue. Great, great. A great atmosphere great for 6,000 yeah. people. And yeah. like, I, I remember the, the game against the Icelandic mob, just, I couldn't get over. Like, because I was walking from Harold's Cross down the canal to ground. And it was like, I'll always remember that. Like, see the sea of bow jerseys and loads of like League of Ireland fans there as well. Like, Met fans with Galway United jerseys and, um, it's a unique league in that respect. Like I completely wanted Bowes to win. Like and even Stephen O'Donnell last week says I want Pat to do well in Europe. Like this is obviously bad blood there. Um, but it's a unique league in that respect. Like it, we we'll all be cheering on Sligo to beat like the Welsh mob and hopefully Motherwell. Oh, absolutely. Mm. I think we need it. We need mm. it. Not I think we do need it. We you need cheer it. on Rovers in Europe. We, we, no, look, we all need. We do. Of course, we need it. We need the European teams to do well. We we need our, our, our Irish teams to do well. Yeah, it's. And, and you have to get over that. Like we want yeah, the better I, for the league. We want the betterment of the league. So, you know, we have our rivalries, and they're brilliant. But we, we, we're Irish. We want to do well. We I, I love that. I have to say, I know some some Bulls fans will obviously not want Rovers. Uh, Rovers fans will not want Pats. It is what it is. Sligo fans might not want like Derry to do well. Whatever it is, but I do love that. I think I've always felt that in the league, we're, we're, we're kind of like we're in this together in a, in a sense. We've often felt downtrodden. Yeah, and it's I, like also from my point, I think we have to. They, like the teams should strive so mm. and we have to strive to get to them if, if we're behind them rather than everyone let's drag them back and you know let's all stay where we are so like you want to get better so mm. if, if someone can can do well and go on europe and bring something back or help us in some way and then we all we're after it we're, we're, we're clawing to get to get mm. better to get there and i think that's i know re- dan, is, re- dan is very conscious from croatia with a team oh, okay play, play that would have been a nice croatia. trip as well yeah, so. played against them with patch i was actually. thinking yeah, that yeah, there's, there's that intertoto or we, was that uefa cup i can't think that was the intertoto i think and i think we 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 beat we drew out there to all 
Did we beat them? We beat them. I feel like there's a good result yeah. against You them played under background. Dolan and Buckley then. Under Pat, yeah. So under first Ryan, of all, yeah. I know Dan is conscious he's a flight in six hours, but um, <laughs> the what was Dolan like? Um, and you, you have all day for this. Yeah. And uh, secondly, had you sympathy for Liam Buckley with what happened in Sligo? Ah, yeah, it's never nice seeing play mm. people lose a job, you know. I thought Liam done quite well. He got, mm. got them to Europe. Um, so of course, course both played. Yeah. He actually played in the last game before yeah. he was gone. Yeah, of course. You don't want to see anybody anybody move on from What was job. Pat Dolan like? Yeah, Pat was interesting, you know, back then because, cause like I said, things have changed so drastically, and we, we we were we were you know we needed to be dragged a couple of a couple of decades forward, you know. And Pat done that, um, and he did drag us because we we weren't coming with him. We didn't want, we didn't see. You know, I'd love to say differently, but Pat Pat kind of Pat taught taught me a lot. He, he taught me a hell of a lot about professionalism and. We, we started the gym. We were one of the first teams back then right. to start the gym. You forget how young he was as well too, Pat. Yeah, That's yeah, the thing. Yeah. You, know, you, you always, you always see someone as a an authority figure like relative to where yeah. they are to you in their life and then you step back now and yeah. you realise how young actually Pat was and he was practically like CEO, yeah, he was manager, well, bit he, of everything. He was know? the CEO when I went in. Brian Kerr signed me. I think it was one of the last, Brian's last signs, myself and Packy Lynch. And then Pat took over within six months. Brian was gone. Good luck. Um, mm. Brought me in three-year deal, um, and and he was gone. And then Pat came in, and, and and yeah, he dragged us. He got us fit, and he he brought in Dave Mahidi, his strength yeah. and conditioning coach, mm. fitness coach. Was very very good. And back then, you know, it was, we were ahead of everyone. And that way, the gym was on a Monday. It was uh, optional, but you had to be there. With <laughs> Pat, um, so he, he was brilliant. He, he was brilliant for us. In, the Celtic in, in game must have been like... Yeah, Celtic. I'll always remember that. Because yeah, like, yeah. I, I only got into League of Ireland around that summer. And um, I do remember like ringing up because I was kind of getting into... I think I started writing for the Goal United match programme. But Pat said this A4 match programme, which was completely revolutionary. Yeah. And I was like, I, I just rang up the Pat's office. Would you mind sending me down a programme like some evening? Pat Dolan answered the phone. I was talking to him for 45 minutes. I was 15. Yeah. I was like, Pat, I, to me, he was a complete hero. It's like, you'd spend 45 minutes talking to a kid and then, like, went to Celtic game. And I remember I asked him, like, oh, you must have, you must, it must have been amazing. What was it like? And he said, I was disappointed we didn't win the game. And I was like, geez, that's a good attitude to have. That, and Stephen Kenny be he a bit probably, like that. He probably saw a bit of potential in you to sign you up as a client, Johnny, if you're in your yeah. career. Jeez. That's uh, always got his eyes on the, bi- on the bigger picture and here. Now, now he he's actually more United games than he, I am. He might represent you in some of your like multiple media appearances now. He didn't do that deal for you to mm. go to London. My career, is actually, my career is actually going quite well of late. Oh. Um, it's the Dolan factor. Yeah. We, we actually could have won it. We had a chance. Martin yeah, Martin 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 lovely like, move. He caught inside. I still, oh. I still, I can still see like it. The return leg was in Talca as well. It was yeah. kind of like a yeah. um, Irish lads But before, oh, before we finish up, um, we want to talk about the the Rovers game as well. But are you? Have you like? Have you have you managerial ambitions? Or are you now kind of? Do you see yourself as an, as an assistant coach? Or do you, do you not know what the future holds? I, I was asking about the Bray thing. I was like, how long were you in Bray? But I remember it went well, but I just yeah. thought it wasn't like, it hasn't gone very well for Bray since. But um, what are your sort of thoughts in that regard? Because you and Long now seem this like, kind of, I don't know, give us a double act there, Lauren and Hardy. And, <laughs> I think they'd prefer... Mike and Paddy, is it? Prefer, <laughs> I, think they'd pre- I think they'd prefer like Clough and Taylor to like... Cluffy and Taylor. And Pace or don't, don't fall out like... Penn and Cluffy, Cluffy and Taylor, like, Taylor died and Clough was still not talking to him and he was ah, devastated. Terrible. Like, he couldn't get over. So if you fall out, it's... I think long. we'd have more of an international kind of a funny yeah. kind of thing going on. You and I, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
What? 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 So what's, what is it? I don't know. I can't <laughs> think of anything sexy enough kind of to, to jazz us up. Um, we we got on Gabriella. Vigo Gabriella. That's that's like the the, the guitarist. Yeah, um, you know, very overrated. I think, but like uh, long. Yeah. Who do we? Yeah, yeah, if you know, he actually hasn't answered your question. We've got oh, the tangent on. Gone. Yeah. Um, because. You, when you were in the Rovers job, there was you, Pat Fenlon, and Stephen Kenny, uh, w- one after the other ish. Who was was it? Uh, that Kenny, order? Kenny, no, Kenny, 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 yeah. Kenny, Kenny. So, so the three of you, and it, I'd say all three of you, like three of the essentially, like you know, very, very good, like individuals who probably left the Rovers job, like hurt about life. It's mad when you think about it. Like Stephen Kenny was on the floor after Rovers, uh, yeah. thing. You know, it, yeah, was, it was a learning like, experience. Like, what do you, how do you reflect it now? Um, look, we, we won. <laughs> it was the last time Rovers won before they won the league. So we were able to win the Satanta Cup. We were able to win the League Cup. And they weren't, you know, they weren't what we wanted back then. Um, we got to the semi-final of the FAI Cup. So we, the first year wasn't wasn't mm. the worst year in the world. Mm. You know, considering where they'd come, like Stephen had been in there and struggled greatly. Mm. And look, mm. Stephen, he's fantastic. He was fantastic before. Mm. He's fantastic after. Um Pat went in and couldn't uh, struggled like by, by the standards he he had set. So yeah, there was something to be built, but it didn't happen. So that's fine. I, I'm okay with that. Like, I but you haven't really managed since, like as um, in a, as a as an actual no no manage manage Bray um, mm. for for whatever it was two or three months and really mm. enjoyed it. Again, like I went into Bray and, and there was lots to be done. I, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the coaching more. I enjoyed yeah. that side of it. Yeah, and not not really, but I'm not ma- the media side. I'll I'll, I'll do it, but. It kind of feels a bit more like work than I just love the like you said mm. the, the the problems at the end of the game and working out. I, I just love I like fo- I love football. So yeah. I love I just love that part of the game. I love like you said new trends, new maybe that's why I'm, I'm doing so long. I, I I love I love that. That's the the challenge. Mm. I like the change. I like the the stimulation. I, I just just like football a lot. I like being involved in coaching with the players, working on the pitch. That's the bit that really really gets me and. So that's what I enjoy doing. So probably for my ego, I'd say oh, look, I should manage and be more funkier and out there a bit more. But that's not the bit that really gets me. The bit that, that gets me is on That's the a pitch. very fair answer, yeah. yeah. And like, mm. was there, was there any one manager in your life that made you think, oh, this is how you should coach, or like, why did you just take to it like that? I just love football. Since yeah, I was a kid. it's like it's like, it's like yeah. the Nathan. I love the Nathan Collins interview after the game the other day. Just like. The goal, tell me about the goal, tell me about the goal, goes, I just love playing football. I just like, if things happen, I just love playing football and it's so refreshing. But it's hard to keep that. Look, I think that, mm. I think that's one of the, the things about football as an industry generally that like everyone, everyone in football starts off as a kid kicking a ball around the park who enjoys football, right? Everyone starts from there. And yeah, like we had Gary Deegan in recently and you have a chat to him that they sometimes end up it becomes such a job that it loses its, its basic enjoyment. And I think that's, that's part of the mm. challenge with football generally that like when you have guys scrapping probably, and we have it in this league on like 40 week contracts or whatever, going from one club to the next. And maybe you get, you get to, you get to July or August and you start to stress about what's happening next year. Like it's, it's very hard to actually keep that love for, for players to keep that love. Cause they begin to then associate football with struggle as opposed to associate football with enjoyment. And I assume with coaching is another, you know, there's another, that's another layer of that, you know, mm. um, there's I a part know. where you, the struggle is in, isn't it? Like it's the journey, isn't it? It's mm. not a, like if we just won every Friday and don't get me wrong, you try to win every Friday, you aspire to win and, and, but probably be quite boring if that just kept that. You know, oh, that yeah. was it. Like you need all, and like you said, yeah. new coaches, new ways, new trends. They all stimulate you to to 
to get better to mm. try and improve well like Friday, Friday night for example what was it like you know and, and we go on about him but Damien Duff there it's quite cool like he's like managing the opposition and you're trying to beat him do you know like it's Damien Duff it's not like some and he's he's so knee deep into it he's not like oh I'm bigger than this yeah I wouldn't really look at it like that he was a mag- yeah. magic footballer God, he was, mm. he was amazing wasn't he mm. he's unbelievable playing an unbelievable Chelsea team Um but now I just look at it, he's a coach and what's his team do more than him and Joey. You can't be thinking that way. Like you can't. You like, I would. No, you can't. Like anybody to be. No, honest. you should. Like no, I think that's. But like, what, I, what I mean that's is an like, external thing. I think. Do you no, know but I mean? it's like, like it, it, you've you've all these new people coming into the league. It, it is kind of cool. Like and even like it's great for the league. Damien's good for the league. Isn't Roy he? Higgins has a great reputation and he's now having that time, the first time probably in his entire career, where like this is really really tough to take because it's a bad bad run for a team that looked like they were. Like after the game in tally, you're like, oh, this is the heir apparent to Rovers. They haven't won a game. But since maybe, then. as as Trevor says, maybe that's the enjoyment. Maybe mm. part of the struggle is him and his staff sitting there trying to work out what's happening. Is it enjoyable? Like, well, when you're I'm on a, sure run, a not, run like that. Like, you know. Well, you're working week to week. It's a challenge, mm. isn't it? It's mm. a challenge of keeping the players up. What do the players need? Do they need to be down? Do they need to be up? Where do I? So it's the, the challenge of your work. If you're engrossed in, in your work, like Rory's done fantastic since he's gone into Derry. Mm. It wasn't, he can't. Just keep winning games every. It can't just go like that. He's not gonna. Mm. It's not a magic wand. Like he doesn't mm. have. He's, he's gonna. It's gonna be struggles along the way, mm. and everyone has it. You know, there's but Rovers at the minute. They've they've done well. They won the league last year. Stephen was struggling. Had had struggles as a manager and Glenn and the staff and there's ups and downs for us all. You know, so we, that's where a bit of empathy, I suppose. You you find that you'll see sometimes like Ireland. Ireland go into the, this campaign and. Oh, it's a disaster, and everyone, you know, it's terrible. It it's and then they it's finish extreme, and against yeah. Scotland. You look at them, and they were fantastic. Yeah, and you think, wow, what a way to go out! So it's it's, it's an extreme version of it. But I mean, just to finish, I mean, you are going to Tala on Friday. It's it's brilliant. Like it's sold solo out, TV, sold out four days. Are you live on TV? So from what you're saying, like you know, I'm sure you're, you're obviously not going to come on and tell us your plan, right? But is this an enjoyable week you know from your perspective that you know you're playing against the the you know the best team in the country they've won the last two titles and they have players with a lot of attributes but you're you're coming up with something is that like you get a bit of a buzz from actually thinking right how are we going to how are we going to take these on yeah of course you're trying to prepare but but that preparation's over long time it's not just it's not just week. like a week so of it yeah. it's having a team to be able to go there and there's times you've you, you, you know you've, you've stronger teams you've weak there's different times there's different qualities you have that'll expose mm. maybe how rovers play the shape they play so we, we'll have a plan we'll be set up we'll set up to, to go and, and and try and get a result against rovers it'll be difficult because they're, they're a good team um they're not on the run they might want to be like mm, like us yeah. all probably mm. in the league they I think they've they've not they've won one in the last three so only Dundalk really yeah so Dundalk are the farm team mm. really at the minute so you, you would like to think you can get at them but they're they're a really good team there's no there's no doubt about it but we'll have a plan we'll go there and we'll enjoy it yeah, yeah. Sure like enjoy going enjoy to Tala week. like yeah. you've had some very big wins over them at home but like some of the games in Tala could have swung an either. In either direction, I mean, there's been decisions, and you know, I thought we should have got a pen out the last game. That was the one. Yeah, that was that was one that probably stuck That's a bit. Yeah. It's important. The ref is important, isn't it? And that was big games. It's a great, great. It's a cold one. It's a little bit like we go back to mentioning Greece. It's it's mm. great. It's a great. It's great for the league. Oh it's yeah, great the, for the, the, the Friday's a brilliant. But, but you probably found it harder to create chances in that last game and tell. Maybe mm. compared to some of your Second previous games, they. They, yeah, they they managed it, it quite it well. T- in that it was game. a tight yeah. game, yeah. And sometimes that was that was or a lot of the time in those games you get ahead, and 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 um, you know you can manage the game. And 
that's that's it. getting ahead is, is is a big thing. It's like set plays and in these games, there's certain components that are really really important. So if you can get ahead, it, it can help you. You think of the games in in in, in um, Daily Mount last year. We got ahead in the cup when they were able to to manage the game. So mm. yeah, but it, it's definitely to be enjoyed. Like the players, the both sets of players, they're gonna play. Big big promise could be a big great. night for him. I heard he was good on Friday. Yeah, promise was very yeah. good. Junior yeah. as well, he could mm. be. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, let's hope it's a big night for Prom. Yeah, no, it's it's good. it's going to be like I think it's as I said. Sometimes it's a bit of a. You'll lull. be in Berlin. No, I'll be back. Oh, you'll be I'll back. back for, oh, Johnny, I, on a Friday night I'll be at Rovers Bowes. I won't be at the National Concert Hall like oh, yourself. You're only gone for two nights, like because you, you have to come back for Rovers Bowes. So well, you, it's uh, also very. I mean, I, I, you've had a go in your earlier if you've gone on about kids, but you really can't go away for much longer than that without like it's very hard. Two nights. Yeah. Trevor, have you kids? I have two yeah. girls, yeah. Do you ever go away on holiday for more than two nights? I wouldn't leave my kids, I have to be honest. Really. <laughs> That's not he, went, he went to Greece. <laughs> he went to Greece, Luxembourg. I can't believe you're doing that, Daniel. Just leaving the kids. But, no, but I'm just saying, I'd have the professional responsibility to be back on Friday, unlike Johnny Ward, who's like going to some, uh, you know... Sean Arita. Sort of, Sean Arita gig. And I, I'd look at it and go, I'll go on Saturday. Why would I even think of going on Friday? If I was going to a cultural event, it's a gig, on literally one night. I mean, yeah. well, it's not now. It was called off. <laughs> it was everybody, I set up a WhatsApp group. Four lads. I didn't didn't want it, but it's just everyone's gone history. to Rovers. It was Bowes. called off six hours later. So All like, the artists are gone to both. But now I now I'm thinking I'll go to Terryland because the 1991 Cup team are being honoured at halftime. Treaty coming to town. Who have a lot of ex goalie players. Going to be a good buzz there. The other game is the first division. Cork Cove Cove will have a managerial manager. change. Cork City, um, a lot of talk as well that Coffee is going to go United, which would be very interesting. A lot of talk. I'm not sure if that's going to happen, but uh, Watford, Bray, I think Watford are definitely in the race. Wexford, Longford, um, two teams very much in the playoff race, and uh, both got good results last weekend in the Premier Division. Um, obviously, the big one. Shamrock Rovers, Bohemians, love to see it. Sold out four days in advance. I think it's going to be class. Shelburne, Dundalk, UCD, Derry. Who knows what's going to happen with, with Derry at the moment. Drada, who, again, just keep pulling out the fire against Sligo. Finn Harps against St. Patrick's Athletic. And then on Monday night, yeah, Monday St. Patrick's Athletic, Shamrock uh, Rovers. No, it's not, not, not bad, is it's it? A, it's, it's, a, it's a good, like, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's sort of those Friday-Monday ones are, even for, from a Rovers perspective, like, you know, they're a bows on Friday and, and then whatever happens in that game, it's an emotional game and a lot can mm. happen. Then you have to pick yourself up to go to Pats on Monday. So, this is like this is what we're talking about earlier, you know, title races and stuff. There's all these variables you can't control, and if you do well in Europe, then all of a sudden you have your fixtures moved around. I mean, Bowes unfortunately probably struggled with that last year. Maybe those games in the middle of Europe. So this is these are this this is the test of the of the big teams. You have to be able to to navigate them. I I did I did actually say I'd ask you about this before we finish up, and I know I'm I'm dragging you on here, Dan, but just Dan was was. Uh, referencing this to start this this issue of young players going and the agents and all that like it, it's it's dramatically changed with Brexit hasn't it yeah there's more players at home that, 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 that have to stay at mm. home somewhat um, are agents a good or a bad thing I suppose agents are human so you'll get good 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 agents and, 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 and well like not you, necessarily you have good, bizarre situations I don't want to go into it but you have a situation where like both of the kid like Sean Graham who was there last year mm. come all the way through the underage and then I don't know what's ever happened between like not not progressing because whatever advice people are being given, and it's the slight fear that we we think that these national underage leagues like they're they're a brilliant initiative, and you're player you're bringing players all the way through, but obviously people are, are going to advise people in their li- in their lives to 
you know, don't tie yourself into something here that might entitle, you know, that, that might put a big fee in your head that clubs in the UK yeah. or further afield won't pay. And like, this is part of the, the problem. And I know part of this will come back to, there's, there's two sides to every story. And obviously you'd have kids here on, on very small money as well. Mm-hmm. And I, I completely get that. But people think, oh, Brexit is going to make it great. We're going to get loads of money from transfers. But as we know, there's a lot of people out there who are, Giving people different advice. You yeah, know? each each story is different, isn't it? Of course, it? No, there is. Talk, I like when you talk that. about agents and, and and players, young players, some players it's better to go early, some players it's better to stay. Kind of not not just football wise, it's also outside football, family life, and all these things, and school and education. So there's many factors that that it's not that simple to to identify to kind of say, well, this is the way to deal with it. There's no one kind of one fix all. It's it's mm. it's, a, it's a difficult one. Um, I suppose what we do as a league is we give players the chance and the exposure to play in in a competitive league, and and that's a big thing because we've we've had some players come from academy football in England, and they're, they're talented footballers, technically very very talented, but they just they need to really 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 be reintegrated into competitive football, into really what competitive football is, as opposed to you know in, in, I think in some of the academies it's a lot. You have it a little bit, and it's a really nice and that's not real that, that, football. That must be hard though. If you look at like Will Patching when he came out, we're going to sort of Will Patching was took him an age to get going in the League of Ireland, even and may, maybe he wasn't playing, but like it must be a bit of a culture shock where you come from, like for example, Man City, and you're like, I can't get on the Dundalk team here. Yeah, your career's on the line, it's a different mm. intensity. Whereas I'm not sure about Will or Man City, but you know, I, I can only talk about some of the ones I would have experienced that that come back, and it's you know, it, it, it's kind of. You, you dropped a little bit into the real world a little bit rather than mm. rocking up with your boots maybe or you don't even rock up with your boots you collect your boots and your feels but everything's done for you and I don't know if that's great for everyone in life you know I think you can become a certain way at a young age the, the values you might might kind of be exposed to when you met Pat Dolan oh Pat Dolan made you work trust me I tell you you'd be making your own lunch yeah, and listen, um, Pat Dolan's happy how Johnny Ward has turned out as well ever since that that discussion with a young 15 year old Tyro from Galway and yeah. Look at us now. I think the big sorry, the thing about Pat, because I don't want to drag you on, but the thing about Pat, you might have got that big program that was a folder. We would have had a preseason like that. And that was kind of the difference, the, the kind of the Zimbrui and the, mm. the preparation. Pat's straight away when you Pat, you had a we would have had our plan laid out, our, our six week program, and you'd have known where you were. So yeah, there's a lot to be said for the the, the levels of what Pat would have given you and what he would have demanded from you. I think he's ahead of his time. Um Trevor's been brilliant having you on. Um, next time we'll we'll uh, we'll bring you with one of them lads that didn't show up, uh, be it in Mount Joy <laughs> or um, yeah. Well, just to be clear, I mean the Mount Joy context was a uh, doing some community work. He just just yeah. hanging out with a lot of jailbirds who um, could come in and hang out with us. And if Trevor is sacked by Bowes for his comments oh. about the jersey, we apologise. <laughs> um, best of luck Friday. Okay. Travel on travel on Dublin bus. To be clear, <laughs> travel on Dublin bus on the jersey or not. It's all good. I'll talk to you next week.